Hi, I'm Autumn. And I'm Bethany. And we are A to B Podcast, working on getting from point A to point B through simplicity, organization, and some fun. 10 minutes at a time fun. That's right. Today is day six. I am so excited. I have been looking forward to this day, Bethany. Okay, I'll admit I have too because... Well, first, you're the one who picked to-do lists. And I'm like, mm, yes, I don't know. That's kind of out of the realm of what our other 10-minute organizing sessions have been. But now, now that we're here. You got way into it. I got really into it. But before we get there, first, we need to say thank you to everyone who has been checking in with us. We have gotten so many emails back about what you're working on and tags on social media. We have really been enjoying it. Thank you so much for sharing. If you haven't shared how this is going for you, please reach out and share because we are cheering you on. And it's been really fun to feel like we're all doing this together. So yay. And some people have checked in with us and said, hey, I didn't do this space, but I chose this space instead and shared what other spaces they had been working on. So no matter what you're organizing, we'd love to see it. Oh, yeah, yeah. This challenge is yours. So if we pick a space that doesn't resonate with you, like today, some of you may not think that organizing your to-do list is something you want to dive into. Until you hear this episode and then you'll change your mind. (laughs) Like Autumn changed her mind. But definitely make this challenge your own. And it's not too late to invite a friend. It's day six, but we're halfway there and they can work on day six through 10. So my friend, I've told her about the podcast before, but she doesn't listen to a lot of podcasts. And basically she's like, but I talk to you every day. I'm like, I know, but you could listen to me on like even more. At first she said that she was excited about it. She's like, oh yeah, I have a lot of spaces. And then I checked in to cheer her on and she's like, oh no, I didn't do it yet. And day two, oh, I didn't do it. And I'm like, that's okay. There's zero pressure. I'm just cheering you on. She texted me, I think it was day three. And she said, okay, I just did my 10 minutes and I got through not one, but three bathroom drawers in that 10 minutes. And I was like, look at you. So if you have not started yet, or if you've missed a day, just dive in where you're at. We are cheering you on. Yeah, don't get hung up on the fact that you missed one day. So therefore you have to do two sessions in a row. Nope, skip that one. Start on whatever day you're on now, day six. Speaking of day six. Yes, we are talking about to-do lists. Now, I know some of you saw to-do lists and you might be tempted to skip this day or maybe work on something else left over from the week, which is fine. But I would encourage you to spend 10 minutes today just to take a closer look at the to-do list because the seemingly small thing, a to-do list, is such a big part in keeping your home clutter-free. This applies to whatever form your to-do list takes. Do you write it on the back of envelopes? Do you use an app? Do you use a notebook? Do you use your hand? Like whatever your to-do your list hands. are. No. I, no, I'm not joking. I used to write notes on my hand when I was little, like to remind myself of things. The key word was when I was little. Yeah. Well, my mom would say, are you paper? <laughs> are you paper? So I have written stuff on my hand before when I was older, so I get it. But but we've graduated from that. I'm just surprised you said your hand. (laughs) (laughs) The point is, is you can work on your to-do list no matter where you store it. And I'm sure you've noticed the to-do list has been such an important part of these 10-minute organizing challenges. We've listed in the materials every single day. And that's because it helps you to keep working through clutter. We've just been doing small steps each day, but your to-do list gives you that running list of things to keep working on so that it doesn't get forgotten and become clutter. 
many people don't realize if they don't have a to-do list, they try to build a to-do list with visual reminders. So they'll keep things out, usually on counters. Oh, I'm going to keep this here so I'll remember to do it or I'll remember to return it to the store or I'll remember to check this date on the calendar. What happens is things pile up as your visual to-do list and you're just not able to keep up with that. There's so many things that you have to do when you're running a household that you can't have a visual to-do list. It will just become clutter and you'll begin to ignore it. I'm sure you've experienced this before. You have a bunch of visual reminders out and then it starts to blend into the background of all the other things that you're leaving out to remind yourself of things. I think that that is such a huge point that when you look around, a lot of times the things that are left out are the things you're like, well, I don't want to forget about that. Or, oh, I need to return that to that person. It is so true that you're leaving those things out to kind of spark that reminder for you. It may start out as one or two things, but eventually it just is part of the like landscape. And like you said, you start ignoring it. I think that is so spot on, Autumn. It's like you're a professional organizer or something. The reason I know about visual to-do lists is because I'm guilty of it. And still to this day, I will put something out and be like, oh, remember to put this on the calendar instead of taking like one minute to just write it on my calendar or put it in my phone. I have to be very aware of not making those visual to-do lists because it kind of comes naturally to a lot of people. And there are so many tasks to take care of when you're running a household. I want you to start thinking of yourself as a CEO, the CEO of your home. And if you're thinking about a CEO who is running a business, there's no way they can have a visual to-do list because there's just too many things to keep track of. And the same goes for you when you're running a household. There is just so many things to keep track of. A visual to-do list will fail you. So that's why we want to reiterate the importance of having, keeping a running to-do list. I think sometimes we're trying to keep all our to-dos in our head. Oh, remember to do this. Remember to do that. And your mind keeps going over it and over it again. And something is surely going to fail with that system. Well, I think it's almost comforting. I'm not going to forget this because I'm going to leave it out on my desk or because I have this up on this bulletin board. What I hear you saying is that that is a system that's bound to fail. The first thing that came to mind was thinking of a bulletin board. Not that bulletin boards are bad, but what happens is if that's the way that you keep track of all your to-dos, pretty soon things get piled on top of each other, items get lost. It just is not a system that's actually going to support all the different roles that each of us has to navigate. Yeah. If you've tried to keep things in your head, it probably failed you a few times. And so then you went to visual things. Oh, I'll remember it here. So that way my mind doesn't have to keep remembering it. And I'm sure you have felt that fail before too. So that's why we're encouraging you to try a to-do list, to have all your to-dos in one place, because it takes mental energy to keep going over and over these things you have to do. When you hear us talking about to-do list, there's also another portion of to-do list that goes hand in hand with it, and that's routines. And that way you have those daily tasks that you need to do are built into your routines. So things like going through the mail or doing the dishes or planning the meals, that would be more under the routine part of your day. Back in episode 89, Ready, Set, Routine, we talked a lot about routines and just how important they are. And one of the reasons is, is just because they play so well with to-do lists, you get those daily items done. They don't need to be listed on your to-do list because if you're listing out all your daily to-dos, that becomes overwhelming and just takes up so much time. Your routines really help you get those daily things done without even thinking about them. As we're going into our 10 minutes looking at our to-dos, So one thing we're thinking about is 
How do we have our to-dos in a trusted system so that we're not leaving out all of these visual reminders, right? And then the next, is that right? Yeah, I'm still listening to you. I'm still waiting to hear the rest. (laughs) I need verbal confirmation that I'm, no. (laughs) And then the second piece is that when you're looking at your to-do list, some of those things may need to come off of the to-do list and can actually be incorporated into a routine. So like when we were making my evening routine, something like going through my mail or something like that, those aren't on my ongoing to-do list because they're just a part of my evening routine. Right. Okay. Those are routines that you will do hopefully automatically that you won't even need to think about it. You just kind of go through your day. So routines help your to-do list not get littered up with those daily mundane things that need to be done. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, I've tried a to-do list and, you know, I just lose track of it or I never go back to it. A to-do list doesn't work for me. So that is an important thing. A to-do list has to be a trusted place that you refer to. And so when I say trusted place, you keep coming back to it. It's not a slip of paper that's going to get lost among other slips of paper. Uh, That's why I recommend like a planner or a spiral notebook. So it's one specific spot that you keep coming back to. I always look for a planner with vertical columns so I can have a long list to record my to-dos. And then my planner has a little numbered list at the top, one, two, three, so I can list out my top three things for the day because that seems about what I can manage, three important things for today. Another way to do it is a spiral notebook. You could just record your to-dos and date it at the top. That way you'll have all your lists together in one trusted place. You can rewrite your to-do list for the next day by referring back to what you didn't get done from the day before. And then I also have in the back of my planner, I have like home projects as a to-do list in the back. So you could lay out your list in like current to-dos, priorities, or long-term to-dos. There's also apps that you could use for a to-do list. I just prefer writing it down in a planner or a notebook. I was like very skeptical of to-do apps. And yet somehow I think that the back of that envelope is going to be more trusted and I'm going to actually go back to it. I just think it's kind of funny how much I was against apps for a long time. We had mentioned Wonderlist in the past, which is actually going away. Something that I've really loved is Google Keep because I use Gmail. So Google Keep has been really easy and seamless to have open while I'm working on my email or also have it on my phone as an app. I do use that. And like also my husband and I share a couple Google Keep lists when we were planning some household projects. He made a list and then he shared it with me so we could both add to it and see it. And it was really nice to have that. I use Google Keep also. We've shared a list before about podcasts stuff. We have, yeah. Yes, I use Google Keep for our grocery list because I will always have my phone with me at the store. And so my husband and I keep a running list of things we need at the grocery store on Google Keep. I guess another reason I haven't found to-do list apps the best is because I tend to, if I check into my to-do list app, then I'll start doing other things on my phone instead of getting back to work. It's very true. Okay, so I hope we've convinced you that taking a closer look at your to-do list will really help get some of these unfinished tasks taken care of so that you can take action on them so your unfinished projects don't become clutter because that is our main goal here. You're passionate about to-do lists. I am passionate about to-do lists. They are so important in staying organized. I always have clients have a notebook next to them when we're cleaning out a space because like we've said, there's going to be projects that pop up when you're going through your clutter. So through this episode, we've talked a lot about kind of some barriers that get in the way from using a to-do list successfully or some things that you can think about as you're working on your to-do list or creating a trusted system. But we want to make sure we give you a couple ideas 
of what you can focus on for your 10 minutes of organizing today around your to-do list. We have talked about making a better to-do list in the past in episode seven. And some of the things that you can work on for the next 10 minutes, just a few ideas, you could look for items that you could delete off your to-do list, things that you could let go of, things that have been on there for, a, things that might've been on there for a long time, maybe they just aren't that important to you anymore, or you realized, you know what, I'm just not gonna get this done, it's not that important. You know, we talk about how to-do lists can get stale if you're not using it as items that you're regularly moving through. Another thing you could do is you could work on one item you have been dreading and just work on that for 10 minutes. Gretchen Rubin talks about a system that she calls power hour, which I really love that idea. On the weekend, she chooses an hour in the afternoon to work on an item that's been on her to-do list that she just hasn't been making time for, and she calls it the power hour. Things that unless you set aside time for, it's not going to get done. So you could work on that for these next 10 minutes. You also mentioned that on your calendar, you could look through your to-do list and pick what are the next three most important things on that to-do list. So is there something like maybe items that are kind of mixed in between items that aren't as high priority that you could look at and pull to the top and say, okay, these are the next three things that I'm going to work on this week. I definitely love prioritizing your to-do list. That helps you move through it. So sometimes even on my to-do list, I just number. I don't even bother rewriting it. I just write one, two, three on whatever the top three things are that I want to work on next on my to-do list. When you rewrite it, your to-do list, it does feel like you did something, even though really all you did was rewrite your to-do list. Yeah, that's why I try to avoid that. (laughs) Another thing, you can go through and look and see if there's any items that aren't actionable. So let's say on your to-do list is learn to play the piano. That is a beautiful, bold goal. I say that example because I've had that on my list before. And so yes, I have that on my like someday maybe list, but on my to-do list, I wouldn't put play the piano, learn to play the piano. I would put something actionable like message three friends and ask them for recommendations of their piano teacher or look up, you know, best YouTube sites for learning piano or whatever it is that can be really specific and really actionable. Those things aren't going to magically mean you've learned to play the piano, but they are going to be an actionable step that's going to move you closer to that goal. So you can look through your list and see what can I do to make an item from this big beast where you don't even know where to start and it just kind of keeps lingering on your to-do list to an actual actionable item. And then maybe you are listening to this and you are just starting at the beginning. So maybe you wanna spend these next 10 minutes making that trusted source for your to-do list and maybe collecting all your little strips of paper that that do have various to-do lists on them. You do want to collect all those together and rewrite that list. That would also be a perfect thing to do during these next 10 minutes. You could also spend these 10 minutes sitting quietly and just doing a brain dump, just saying, I'm going to get out of my head all of these things that are kind of pinging around that you know that you want to get out of your head and into that trusted source. So there's so many different ways that you can spend this 10 minutes. That is super important because it does take mental energy even more than you realize. 
So getting it down on paper helps your brain to stop going over and over all these things you need to get done. And so you're saving that mental energy for actually taking action on those items. So that's a perfect use of this 10 minutes. A lot of our thinking about to-do lists has been shaped by David Allen, his book, Getting Things Done. So if you start doing this 10 minutes and then you find, you know what, I'm really fired up about learning more about systems. That's a book that takes some energy to get through because some of the language is really like specific, but I'll tell you that we both read it and we got a lot out of it and it really helped shape the way that we think about making actionable lists for ourselves. So wherever you are starting on your to-do list, we would just love to hear about it and celebrate it with you because a to-do list is really that plan of how you're going to move forward on the next phase of getting organized. So check in with us. You can email us hello at adbpodcast.com or you can tag us on social media, adbpodcast. And if you're happy that you found this podcast and this challenge, please remember to share it with a friend. We would also love if you head on over to iTunes and give us a rating and review. It not only helps us to know what you're thinking of the podcast, but it also helps other people find the podcast. So thank you in advance for heading on over there. So we will see you tomorrow for day seven. We are cheering you on. You got this. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Bye.